are back for a bonus episode because we just finished filming uh, the most recent podcast and we just can't help it because we have more to say, more content to discuss. So it's our first bonus episode, our first guest. We are just so excited to dive into some more topics. More conversations. Oh. <laughs> Back with Ellen. It's like Willy Wonka's golden ticket. <laughs> I mean. Wait, speaking of, have you watched the new one? I have not. <gasps> I heard it was good. I did too. My kids yeah, said I wanted it was to good. See it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, old, here's the deal. Like the old school Oompa Loompa. What can really top that? Like these new digitized Oompa Loompas. I don't know if I have it feels wrong. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And my 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 kids said it was it was a good movie. Well, you know, it breaks my heart a little bit. Uh, sorry, this doesn't have to do with the podcast, but maybe really uh, maybe happy it we're starting with the <laughs> <laughs> it's the bonus round. Uh, we can we can make this what we my want. My heart was somewhat excited that my my uh, kids went to the movie with friends and on a date. That was kind of cool, but I also felt left out. <laughs> Because I had to drop, I'm officially old now because I had to drop drop them them off off at the movie Mm -hmm. and then wonder, am I going to get a phone call from the movie theater? Oh, Mm. uh, you have good kids. I have have amazing kids. They're well behaved. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of made my heart happy and sad because then I got to go wash the car and drink coffee. (laughs) You sat in the car the whole time? And I went to Costco. Okay. (laughs) All right. Wow, Wow, Brad. (laughs) What do you have for us? (laughs) What more do you have for us? Well, you know, we we got off and we started really talking even further about characteristics of leadership um, or leaders. And, you know, some of the main things um, when we build— um, our, let's say, review processes for leaders or what we look for when we're going through selection process for leaders or managers, anybody that has a direct report, we'll just say that, um, as we look for these behavioral competencies. Um, and we also um, acknowledge those behavioral competencies through open-ended dialogue throughout the year. And are they doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason? And... Um, just maybe going through it from a leader side, a good leader has to be self-aware. Um, they need to be in control of their emotions okay. at all times. When somebody is bringing an issue or bringing a conflict to the table, you know, they can't be quick to emote. They can't be quick to like, you know, they just need to be able to take it in, take it down to then engage later or yep. move forward with it. Yep. But just total emotional control. The second is self-management. And that right there, it's a little bit, scattered in the thought process. They need to be adaptive to what's going on. Uh, They need to be what we call achievement-oriented, regardless of what problem that they are being confronted with or a conflict, that they need to look at that with the goal of achieving a positive outcome in mind. Love that. Which then moves forward into always having this positive outlook for a team. Mm. You, a leader can never lose sight that they influence, inspire, and foster a team to move forward. Mm. When they look at everything negatively, they're the first to leech that, you know, down. So um, do they always have that positive mental attitude that they are pushing forward within the group to lead it? Third is social awareness. And that is the ability for the leader to (laughs) um, (laughs) empathize and be organizationally aware. And when I say organizationally aware, what we say is we oftentimes change within our organization. We're adding, we're subtracting, we're merging, we're acquiring 
No different here. We're adding Hope Team members. Um, we are changing vision within the year. They People, leaders have to be ready, but also eager to adapt to change yeah. because they are the ones that have to inspire the rest of the teams to yeah. buy in. That's really good. Lastly, um, the fourth one is this relational awareness. And these are those kind of soft skills that really we focus the most on. And that is coaching, that is conflict resolution and management within a team, that is inspiring leadership or inspiring tactics so that we are uh, forward focused all the time with how does a leader um, cultivate this kind of, yes, we're going to do this attitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and lastly, they have to be very mindful of their influence. Um, and I know we've talked about it within the church of what is your circle of influence. Uh, honestly, for a leader, the very first ring is the people that you're over. Yeah. And a lot of times people forget that that first ring because they are vision casting also, they are strategy planning, and their very first trip over that first ring is who they're influencing. Most of the problems will come from the people they're influencing. Mm. Um, and so they need to be very mindful and tactful with how they address situation in a non-emotion, in a non-confrontational, with an achievement-oriented mindset, and with a positive outcome in mind. Again, making them still own yeah. their portion of the problem. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. Say the say the four say the four again. So it's self-awareness. Self-awareness. It's self-management. Self-management. It is social awareness. Social awareness. And then lastly, it's that relational, relational. awareness. Mm. Right. That's good. Um, I feel like at Be Hope, we have, we, we don't call them um, core competencies, but we call them uh, cultural competencies. Mm -hmm. Like uh, having this discussion the other day, like there's the, the tangibles that you want to hire people for, but then there's those things that's like, I'm not sure in HR if you can actually fire people for these things. Mm. You know what I mean? If it's doc, yeah. I mean, if it's documented, <laughs> yeah. yes, of course. But it's like, but it's like, um, I think sometimes we have these these cultural competencies that we expect people to have, and I think we're very clear about what those competencies are, who we are, how we conduct ourselves. Yeah. Um. Well, what's always interesting to me is, at least, at least as we have continued to grow as a team, is figuring out, um. How do I say this? I don't know how to say this. Like how to raise the standard of those cultural or competencies? Or how to or hold like... people accountable in mm -hmm. those. Yeah. That Does makes this sense. make sense? No, it makes sense. I think that's hard because it's if they're doing all of their jobs, but there's low morale, how do you quantify that on their reports? Like they're like Or like sometimes you know culturally they're not they're not holding the culture. Mm -hmm. And you can call it out, but how do you? Mm, I'm not sure. I'm even. I'm. I'm just processing out loud, which is no. That's not okay. A good thing. Yeah. No self awareness was my uh, star word for 2023. We <laughs> wait. Why self awareness? Just star <laughs> we, word. I picked it randomly. I didn't choose it, but like um, one of our pastors always passes out star words, and so she's doing it tonight with our students because oh, it's it, like. And so. Um, uh, my one for this year is success, and I like that one way better than self-awareness. <laughs> and so I think I look back on my year, and I'm like, man, this was such a hard year. But I think with the reality of it, as I was just becoming more self-aware because I was actually more in the trenches. And so yep. I think I was 
um, dealing with things more that I've never dealt with. And I think that my responses to those things were negative at first. And so I'm like, oh, this is such a hard time. When the reality is it's like, oh, I just kind of had to clean up my side of the street. And then those things didn't actually become that hard. Yeah, I think sometimes good leaders do personal inventory, right? Like you, you know when you're being successful, you know when you're accomplishing goals, you know when you're hitting some main objectives, and then you also know when you're not. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of times people are quick to um, be self-aware when they're doing great, and then when they're not inspiring teams, when they are not handling conflict timely or effectively, they are not willing to grab that, um, and they should, because yeah. Yeah. that that then if 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 you if you're not dealing with that competency if you're not dealing with that behavioral competency it's going to affect your performance or the outward performance of the entire group that everybody is linked to um yeah. and so it may not be an issue now but wait for the next 6 months when you do your next personal inventory to where okay because you didn't do that kind of introspection and that uh very quick assessment of first dating your i i need to fix this now it's then going to become a bigger problem later. And it's no longer just a, a, I guess, a personal competency issue. It's a performance issue. Yeah, like um, how do you, I think the word you used was metricize. Yeah. Mm. I like that, metricize. Mm -hmm. uh, relational awareness. Like I think this is a, a control, kind of what I was trying to say was like we have these cultural things that we're trying, we're, we're measuring. But how do you metricize relational awareness with somebody in the, and I know that you had a few of those. Yeah, it's a little bit hard. Like you're, you're right. Soft skilling and metricizing something that feeds into that is hard. For an organization, you look at the health of a culture based on attrition and retention. Okay. You, know, you could do that in a sense. Are you losing a lot of hope team members? Are we losing a lot of congregants? Uh, do, are, have we lost main tithers? I mean, you could metricize in some way sure. from a ministry organization. Don't know if you really want to, you know, do do that in a way because again, ministry is different from an organizational structure on a standalone level. Um, you know, for profit, nonprofit. You know, but I think gauging the morale of culture. Um, again, is, is very instinctual. You know, you mm -hmm. come here on a Sunday or a Saturday and you very quickly can gauge this very hungry, very eager, very desiring uh, community that comes in, gathers, and they're just ready right. in the foyer. Right. They, and, and I think to see that go stale, idle, or dormant it would be a really great first gauge. Um, <laughs> um, Big red flag. <laughs> not that I don't know if you can metricize it. I think we try to metricize as much as we can, right? First-time guests. Sure. Um, how many people are in attendance. Sure. sure. You know, all those things. This is where, you know, being in Ohio, and again, I, I'm talking high-level HR, we're an at-will employer, right? So, like, you can get rid of somebody if you feel like they're, they're not meeting the expectation of culture. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, not some states aren't like that. Of course, we are. But I, I want to say, you you can see the cascading effect of how a leader is doing by how their teams are performing tasks, uh, eagerness and readiness, attendance driven, um, getting things done, channeling innovation, yep. uh, being able to create new ideas uh, yep. to generate fun opportunities for people to volunteer. You know, it's those things that you can kind of quickly capture as, you know, the main person 
Um, it's very hard to metricize soft skills. Either they're meeting your expectation as a as a functional organization or as a, a manager that you're setting. Um, that's why a lot of people say, oh, these are your performance objectives, these are your personal objectives. And you kind of have those discussion points or your interactive dialogues with your subordinates in those fashions of, okay, this is how we're doing here because we can metricize it. And then this is how we're doing here, but this is what I see. I see that you're not as engaged in discussion. I right. see that you're 15 minutes late every day. Mm. I see that you are disengaged. I see that you haven't brought forth a new idea in the in the past three or four discussions and we're, we're doing cross-functional discussions. Mm. It's all of those things that you can like very quickly go to as a manager and say, you know, you are not, you are not being an effective leader. Mm. And, you know, do you, do you say it just like that? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Yes. Clear I think um, I always just say, as a leader, it's not my job to sugarcoat or put a cherry on top. A honest discussion. If we can't sit down and have an adult-driven discussion, my goal is to create a career path and cultivate a environment where you thrive. To me, I'm as strong as my weakest link. And there's no doubt about it that every day I don't spend the time knowing what problems my weakest link faces Mm. because I need to remove those. I need to strengthen their ability because then I know my job will be handled. Like, and so I always make it a point every month before when I worked specifically on a site, I, every week I spent two hours doing somebody else's job because I need to know their daily frustrations, their hurts, their habits, their hangups you know, anything, and it kind of sounds like CR right there. But like, I need to understand their daily tasks or their daily obstacles or challenges that they're facing so that when when I'm seeing them in my mind, it's easy for people to walk by and say, oh, idle time. They're not doing anything. Oh, they're looking at their phone. Well, maybe that's not really, you know, preconceived notion um, management or um, I always say personal perspective management is not the way that I go about it. I really genuinely try to walk in their shoes um, because then when we sit down and we talk about issues, I know what they're talking about. I don't have to act like I do. Yeah. I don't have to really spend that much time in intentional listening because I've already done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I even do the same thing now. It's a little bit hard because my team is remote. You know, we work all over, but I still make it a point to understand processes that they're engaged in, communication that that they do on a daily basis, who they affect and how they affect them. And then you should always know, uh, as a leader, you should always know, how does your team affect the next? Mm -hmm. Cross-functional leadership is key to the overall narrative of an organization. If you change something in one group, how does it affect the other? Um, And so like, it's the great puzzle piece of an organization is understanding um, heartburns and heartstrings of your groups is which ones to play, which ones to pluck at one time, because it really, at the end of the day, you need to understand that everybody has the same sheet of music. Everybody is forged in like going forward, rowing the same way, right? Uh, meeting that end objective, goal, mission. But if you change something in one quadrant of your business or your organization, you have to understand how it affects the next. Yeah, yeah that's so good. No, that's really. I mean, there good. was a lot there, but yeah. No, I feel like my mind is blown. I'm learning so much. And so this is uh, great. Do you have any final questions before we wrap up our bonus episode? No, this is really good. This is really good. The extra, extra. The extra, extra. I do think I need you to help us metricize our um, cultural 
Yeah. Uh, the cor- thing that cultural, she's <laughs> the soft skills. Didn't you soft, say soft, soft skills? skills? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, yes. After she said it's really hard to metricize, you're like, I'm gonna need you to do I'm gonna that need for you us. <laughs> right. Exactly. I know it's hard, but um, you could figure it out for us. <laughs> oh yeah, and like I've you know, we could definitely create a template that could work for ministry. Love it. Love it. He yeah. said, now we're talking. Now, here we go. <laughs> here yeah, we I, don't, go. I don't know where you're watching from, but I, I would just like for you to give uh, our first guest an amazing hand. She absolutely crushed it, and I know I learned so much. So, yep. It's been a you. good day to have a good day with you, too. Aw, so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for watching, and we will see you back here in the next episode.